Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff. We thank you so much for joining us here on this initial episode. You know, in a few moments, I'll be joined really by the star of our show. That's Mr. Joe Kaleo. He's the lead over at the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. But first, I want to kind of set the scene for you, our listeners, our viewers, as to what you can expect on this show moving forward. You see, each episode, Joe and I are going to be unpacking a unique and specific financial topic. Joe, bringing 25 years worth of experience in the wealth management sector, coming on the show to share his lessons learned, share his experiences with clients of all natures. So we've got a lot that can be learned from us tapping into Joe's experiences, having some of these discussions, and ultimately, it's about your money. It's in the title of the show. Joe's got lessons that he's learned in his time working with clients that could ultimately or potentially be applied to your own uh, financial portfolio. So anyway, with that, I want to go ahead and bring Joe, the star of our show, out. Joe, good to see you. Great to have you aboard. Ryan, great to see you. Glad to be here. I'm excited. I can't wait to get into this. This is so yeah. much fun for me. I mean, I live this stuff, obviously, every day, but you know, it is fun to always talk about it. Great to sure, see you. Sure. Yeah. Just a different medium for us today. Um, Absolutely. Well, yeah, Joe, you know, I, I was trying to think about where we should start today because we've got a great topic lined up for our listeners. And I kept coming back to the word uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty going around these days. I mean, you want to talk about uncertainty. Look at the last year that we all had to encounter. I mean, between, yeah, between the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, the, the economic fallout of the presidential election, which happens, you know, every four years. And then now COVID-19's vaccine rollout program and what that's doing to the market. And, you know, people aren't, they're starting to spend again. You know, the economy is seeing a pickup. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty that's been around lately. So to kind of set the scene for our discussion today, it's that word uncertainty. So let's start with just that. Let's start by talking about what people can be doing right now. Yeah, Ryan, I think the first thing that they always want to do is have a good set financial plan and understand what it is they're trying to accomplish with their money. Maybe one pot of money is for college, for kids, one's for retirement, one's for their dream house, one might be for a vacation house, whatever it might be. It's having a financial plan and then stress testing it. And they want to make sure that that stress test makes sure that each area is set up for what their long-term or short-term or maybe intermediate goals are. But knowing that in a case like what we just experienced, a market that we've not seen it, it, ever for anyone's lifetime, unless if you were around in you know, the 1910s and 20s, mm. I mean, think about that. That's a long period of time. So making sure that your portfolio, your investments are, are going to act the way you need them to, not only in good times, but in bad, that's paramount. That's absolutely important for them. Sure, sure. Now, Joe, you, you mentioned an interesting thing there, a stress test, this process that I think we're, we're going to be unpacking heavily here in today's episode. When it comes to stress tests, I would imagine, given your experiences in working with clients, this is a, a process that affluent and wealthy families these days are, are doing on a regular basis. Am I, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, you're right on target, right? So normally when you've got a lot of money and, and you're ultra wealthy or you know, you're of high net worth, You've got a lot of things going on. You may be running a business or you're investing in the future. You may be saving money for grandkids college, for example. So they're looking at each pot of money and each financial goal under various scenarios and making sure that what they're trying to accomplish will happen not only in good times, that's easy to do, but during difficult times like what we've had in the last year. So you essentially want to have a second opinion. That's ultimately what you're trying to accomplish. You're trying to make sure that what you've got set up will be handled in both good times and bad. 
Sure. No, it makes total sense. You know, it's a, it's a safety net and it's a, it's a way for you to make sure there's no holes in the ship and no holes in the foundation. Um, Absolutely. So that being said, to, to get a little deeper into it, Joe, stress testing, it sounds like it's obviously be used to evaluate several different things. Could you share maybe the three main ways, if you will, that it can be utilized? Yeah, I think the first is you want to make sure that your existing plan is set up to accomplish what you what you uh, are expecting it to deliver, right? Mm -hmm. So the first is looking at what you've got set right now and making sure that what you're doing right now is going to do what it's expected to do in that scenario. Then you may want to test a, a certain product or a certain strategy or a certain solution or a certain investment that, you know, one might be conservative and one might be moderate and one might be aggressive. You don't need to be aggressive all the time or moderate all the time. You can have different goals for different setups, right? So if college is coming up in four years, but retirement is in 20 years, you're likely to invest differently. And you want to make sure that each solution and each setup is set up properly for what you're trying to accomplish. Because you don't want to have a failure here and success here. You want to be successful in all of your goals. And so the third might be, hey, are there some? is, is there something that's better or is something that's going to enhance my either overall strategy or for individual strategies along the way. Mm -hmm. So the stress test is all encompassing your overall picture, but also drilling down for each goal or strategy or solution along the way. Gotcha. So, so if, if I'm, if I'm someone that's, you know, in our audience today, listening, watching this and they're, they're like, okay, I get it. Let's hear about an example. That's where my, my mind goes also. So could you give me an example, Joe, of, it could be real life, maybe even hypothetical of maybe why someone would have been prompted to just come see you guys in the first place for a stress test. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a real life example, fairly recent, unfortunate, but true, right? A lot of times we sit down with couples or individuals and business owners and understand and profile them and understand what all their goals are. And in, in a certain case, I had a corporate executive and his wife, and he was unfortunately diagnosed with a terminal illness. Mm -hmm. And so what we had to do was go in and look at his current picture, which we had already established previously, but now the picture has changed drastically. Sure. And so we wanted to look at not only college for the kids, but we also had to look at her retirement further down the road and making sure the short and the intermediate and the long-term goals were all matched. Well, sure enough, we did need to make some changes. We were on target for what the plan was originally, but now the plan was significantly altered. And we did make some changes to the investments and we did make some changes to how some assets were titled and structured. That all became very important. Sure enough, it gave him peace of mind that someone was looking out for his family when he could not. Man, I mean, it's it's again, yeah, like you had mentioned, it's an unfortunate circumstance, but it it's ultimately a good thing that they came to you in the, in the at the end, really, to to figure out okay, what are our next steps moving forward? Let's flip, let's flip the script a little bit here. Do you have an example maybe of uh, a stress, somebody came to see you for a stress test and you guys conducted it and ultimately uncovered something that ultimately benefited them in the long run, or dare I say the word even saved them from something uh, down the road. So sure enough, a recent business owner wanting to move towards retirement, had some kids in the business, had some kids not in the business, mm -hmm. had lots of moving parts had obviously oftentimes for business owners, their their business is their largest asset. Having to share the shares of those business at post sell and then divvying up assets to various children as part of a transition and then eventually an estate plan. So sure enough, we profiled the business owner and his wife. 
We looked at how th what the goals were, short term, long term, all the way, uh, and for each asset. That's very important in understanding what their goals are. So when we did that and we sat down and looked at it, they realized that, you know what, maybe so-and-so is not going to get uh, all of the business, but they'll get the majority of the business. And such and such may get a small piece of the business, but they'll get more here instead. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, having to retitle some of those assets and make that transition go smoothly, they wanted to be fair in terms of the dollar amount, but they didn't want to be fair or equal, I should say, in terms of how they received it. So that way, people that were interested in item A get that, and people that were interested in item B could get more of that. And that way, people felt it was more evenly distributed along the ways of what their interests were. So that was important. And, and the client was very happy in the end because then by understanding what their goals were and recognizing that it wasn't originally, it was originally done well, but then today it was outdated, they updated things and moved things forward. Awesome. I mean, it sounds like the, the whole stress testing process, Joe, it's, it's, it's A, robust, be customized and see ongoing. And I feel like the ongoing part of it is pretty important to hit on because let's be honest, the market's not always going to stay stagnant. I mean, look at that uncertainty that we saw last year versus what we're seeing now. A lot of changes. So not, that being yeah, said, not, let, let me, let me interrupt yeah. Ryan, right? Not only about the market, tax rules change, mm -hmm. people change, families change. Sure. So you're right. It's a dynamic picture that's constantly needing to be monitored or potentially changed. You're right. Keep right. going. No, you're good. It's yeah, it's ongoing. So given all that nature and that things need to be updated, you got to be fine tuning along the way. What then are kind of the keys to making sure a stress test is done right or done well? Yeah. So it goes back to profiling to understand the asset, the goal, not only for the giving client, if it's an estate plan, for example, but for the receiving client, right? So making sure that it's going to give and provide the intended goal of the giver as well as for the receiver. So all of that needs to be structured properly, right? Mm -hmm. If one client wants to give something straight away to uh, a child, but in another case wants to provide an income source, so the solution may be different even though it's within the same family and coming from the same asset. So we still want to, again, profile the givers and the receivers. Wow. So another thing that we see, Joe, I mean, this could be in honestly, the, you know, the local, you know, ma and pa shop on the corner. But we see that in such a consumer driven market that we live in these days, we're finding that our interactions with businesses specifically end up having much more of, a, of an ultimate impact on our willingness to work with a company, to buy their product, to do these things. And a lot of that can be attributed to what's called the human element. So, you know, I've heard that the human element has its place in wealth management as a whole. Could you tell me, you know, and our viewers a little bit about what that human element is and where it lives within the stress testing process? Absolutely. It's what we start with and we need to finish with it. The human element is oftentimes more important than the actual structure of the solution sometimes, because if it's just about the solution, then oftentimes people are selling a product. But if you don't get the human element right, it can all go wrong. And in fact, Ryan, there's a recent study that talked about that eight out of 10 or nine out of 10 structured estates were wrong because the human element was wrong. So imagine, 
you've got to understand the people that are involved and how to make sure it matches the giver and the receiver that we talked about to make sure that we're passing those assets or we're moving in such a way that it satisfies their goal. So the, the human element, you have to profile people and you have to have an understanding of what it is that you're going to ask and what it is that you're looking for. And have you had a solution to understand the personalities that are involved on, on both ends? Right. I think at face value, you're thinking, hey, these conversations, this stress testing process is something that, you know, it's the dollars and cents. It's the nuts and bolts of somebody's financial portfolio. But there's a lot more to unpack here. So it seems to me that understanding the client's goals, their objectives, what they want to achieve in life is really at the base of this conversation. How do you guys specifically you, Joe, how do you really get in there to the heart of the client's goals and really understand what matters most of them? Because that's a, that's a deep conversation. How do you go about that? It is, it is, Ryan. And oftentimes we'll sit down with a client for one to two hours initially. I, I had a conversation recently, believe it or not, it took four hours um, with a, a man and his uh, husband and wife. And when I did that, um, I think they were surprised that we went as deep as we did. And then when we got back with them, I shared my notes saying, here are all the things that I heard. And sure enough, two or three things were off a little bit. And he says, but boy, you take detailed notes. So I was glad that even though one or two things were wrong and I showed to make sure we've got clarity, they were aware, you know, we really did pay attention and we asked a lot of questions. So that's the first step is understanding what it is that they want to accomplish and then we go into the investment side. So from there, Ryan, we look into evaluating the investments and evaluating the structure of what they've got going investment-wise within their portfolio, within their assets. We take that look at it second, right? That's the second step. The third step is let's all address alternative solutions. Is there anything out there that could be different, that could enhance, maybe maintain, have more downside protection, have an enhance more upside benefit? any possible solutions. And then fourth, we'll recommend a course of action because not everybody's going to invest the same. Not everybody's going to treat their investments the same as they look at it, right? One person may not want to have the downside risk. One person may be a risk taker and really want to swing to the upside. So we want to understand both their profiles, what they're trying to accomplish, and then make a recommendation that matches them. Love that. And, and so we've been, we've been talking here about this stress testing process, Joe, and how it's something that's commonly used by affluent individuals today. Could you share a lesson or two, maybe they could be learned from this group of people that affluent family. I mean, we could even classify them as the super rich, those with $500 million worth of net worth or more. Could you, could you mention a, a lesson or two maybe that we can learn from that group of people who go through this process regularly? Yeah, they do do it regularly, as a matter of fact. And stress testing is beginning to pick up because oftentimes the wealthy get it first and then it passes down to the rest of society. And sure enough, they're unsure about their wealth solutions. They're unsure, is it going to work in both a down market and an up market? Do I have the downside protected or a worst case scenario protected? And then will it work even, how well will it work when the market swings up, when things are going well, my business is going great? Do I have an ability to maximize the upside? So both sides are important. And the more and more stress testing is done, then we see even more of this getting passed down to the rest of society. So that's where I go back, Ryan, right? The stress test becomes really important because if, if these stress tests are done properly 
and people get profiled properly, then you don't see the mistakes in the human element. And that's the second part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Why are there so many mistakes on the human element side? They keep thinking, I just need to make sure my, my assets are titled properly or investments are structured properly. But if the human element is not done right, then that's where the problems fall. And that's by far the area that has the biggest weakness and people don't understand it. And so that's where we really ask them to open up, share with us what they want to accomplish. And that's where we can make the best recommendations. Man, you want to talk about robust, multifaceted, pick your word for this process. I mean, there is just so much going on between the dollars and cents, the you know, and going through that whole conversation. But the human element really does play an interesting variable in that. Uh, to kind of bring our conversation to a head here, Joe, I'd love to play the game of hypotheticals with you. Uh, take me through, hypothetical example, what this stress testing experience would look like for me. If I came through your door, sat down with you, you know, what, what, what were the, what are the kind of questions that you would bat lead off with and start with? Well, we want to know your values and your goals strictly and start with your values. We want to understand you as a person. What does money mean to you? Why is that important to you? Right? Oftentimes people say security and I don't even want to give the answers away, but ultimately those are the kinds of things we're going to start with is we want to understand your values, not only financially, but as a person. Who's important to you, your family, friends, institutions, uh, charities, faith-based organizations, right? Are you giving to charity now? Have you thought about it? Who do you, who, who's important to you, right? Entities and people. So we, we want to understand all of those organizations and community. Who's important to you as a family or as an individual? All of that becomes very important. All right, Joe. And second, you know, what sort of analysis or assessment rather am I ultimately walking out of your, your office with at the end of the day? Yeah, Ryan, there are several items that we can utilize uh, a financial goal analysis, for example, a cash flow analysis. Um, we may use an investment analysis or a strategic wealth assessment. These are all tools that we look at to look at various aspects of a portfolio or a component or a makeup of someone's wealth and what they're trying to accomplish, right? We may not use all of them. We may use one of them or two of them, whatever it may be, whatever is necessary to give us a complete look of what a client's trying to accomplish. Man, just so much, you know, just so much to consider and so much to unpack with this stress testing process. You know, I, I coming into the conversation, I knew it was going to be robust. I knew it was going to probably take the course of several meetings and conversations to really get to the heart of everything, uh, to provide that, you know, that analysis and that recommendation for further action. But, you know, Joe, really to end our conversation today, is there anything else stress testing related uh, that we could share with our audience, you know, a lesson learned, just anything that we should leave them with today? I think the thing is they've got to be willing to open up, make sure that what they're doing is detailed. You're right. Broad in terms of the number of topics, deep upon each topic, spend the time revealing what it is that they're looking for, making sure that the people that they're talking to have a process to look at all of it. And then understanding that the recommendations are recommendations and they should review it periodically. Sure. As anybody should. Well, Joe, hey, look, I really want to thank you for our initial conversation here. I think we had a great inaugural episode to kind of kickstart this show, kickstart our, our future conversations. And uh, hey, I'm looking forward to the next one already. I am too, Ryan. Thanks. Talk to you soon.
Alrighty. And hey, look, we want to thank you, our audience, our viewers, our listeners for joining us here on this inaugural episode of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. If you like what you saw, feel free to like, comment, subscribe, share this knowledge with your friends and family. Ultimately, this is your money that these lessons learned can be applied to. And we'd love to have you back for our next episode. So for Joe Kaleo, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long. And we thank you so much for joining us here on our inaugural episode of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. This communication is intended to be used for educational purposes only and does not constitute a solicitation to purchase any security, insurance, or advisory services. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. An investment in any security involves significant risks and any investment may lose value. Refer to all risk disclosures related to each security product carefully before investing. This commentary is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be officially those of UBS Financial Services Incorporated and the firm does not verify nor guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services Incorporated offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC registered broker dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com slash relationship summary.